It's Friday, y'all. Welcome to the show. Big hug to all of y'all. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate your support. They're not going to silence me. They're not going to silence me. They're not going to silence the truth. But man, have they gone through lengths to crush, destroy, and quiet people. I'm going to get into that over the weekend. Let's talk about what's going on right now. Let's start off with this. We've got Chris Christie, who is set to announce a 2024 presidential run in the coming days. Former Republican New Jersey Governor Chris Christie is preparing to announce his entrance into 2024 GOP presidential race in the coming days, according to a report. The report came from the New Hampshire Today host Chris Ryan yesterday, who cited multiple sources with direct knowledge. As of today, it looks like the New York Post has looked into this and believes the viable story and have now put it out there. The report notes that Chris Christie campaign will focus on New Hampshire and have the financial backing of billionaire New York Mets owner Steve Cohen. Hedge fund founder Anthony Scaramucci, who briefly served in the Trump administration, said that he plans to back Christie in the GOP primary and also expects Cohen and other Wall Street execs to bankroll the campaign. Now, folks, I mentioned this yesterday. Something so important to me. So important to me, and it should be to you as well. President Trump has a war chest. Where has that war chest of money come from? It's come from 20, 40, 60, 80, $100 donors, everyday red, white, and blue blooded Americans who want to support Trump and are tired of the Wall Street and the globalist bank backed the globalist and banker-backed rhinos and Republicans. Folks, yes, I can understand the establishment. What are you saying, James? Hear me out, folks. Hear me out. What I'm saying is I can understand the establishment because they have had a hold on the Republican Party for eons. The Republican Party of Abe Lincoln hasn't existed for decades. We can't say centuries. Because 1860 to now is not even two centuries. I don't know exactly when the Republican Party became the party of other interests. Just like the Democrat Party stopped being a liberal party that would love for government to control everything but still protect the things like free speech, freedom of thought, freedom of religion, etc., I can't I can't pinpoint the exact moment when the Republican Party stopped being the party of conservatives, but it's been a long time. And the establishment Republican Party loved the false dichotomy of right versus left, red versus blue, conservative versus liberal, Republican versus Democrat, when they were making backdoor deals to increase government and more power to big corporations. I understand the establishment. They have completely lost the Republican Party since President Trump came down that escalator in 2015 and said he's running for president. It has become the populist Trump party and is no longer the party of the 
establishment rhinos. Now, when I say no longer the party of, I mean the party voters. I'm not talking about those currently in the Republican Party who were voted in, most of them, before President Trump ran for office. They're holdovers. But as time goes on, if the Republican Party says stays MAGA, if it stays America first, over time, of course, I'm making a huge assumption here that we won't have too many rigged elections because we'll always have rigged elections. But all things being equal, over time, the Republican Party would become the populist conservative party. Right now, it is not. And that is why you see Wall Street execs and big money wanting to back people like DeSantis and Chris Christie. I think DeSantis is an excellent bar none governor of Florida. Maybe he should chill a little bit on his war against Disney. I'm not shilling for Disney. I'm just saying don't destroy everything that's good about big business in your state. But I digress. I think Ron DeSantis is an excellent governor. I am not too happy about him being cozy with a lot of rhino and establishment types. But hey, let's play fair. Let's call it down the middle. President Trump has been very cozy with rhino Republican types. The difference is that we trust Trump because he showed us that he is not one of them. Now, also calling it down the middle, uh, President Trump has been a little bit too cozy with establishment globalists, not in that they tell him what to do. For instance, we know that President Trump early on met with Henry Kissinger and said nice things about him. We know he had John Bolton in his midst, but he didn't do Kissinger Bolton stuff. He just kept his enemies close. I get that. And we know that one of his President Trump's foibles have been that he's kept his enemy close, too close for too long. Christopher Ray, for instance. A.G. Bill Barr, for instance. John Bolton, though he was essentially powerless, etc. But we know that President Trump has his heart in the right place and he does everything he can for the average American and American citizen. Chris Christie, with his big money from the regular Cohens and other types are not impressive. Anthony Scaramucci, uh, who was very, very briefly part of the Trump administration, is not a household name and most people don't even care about the smooch or the scooch. I can't remember what his, uh, his apodo, his sobrenombre, his, uh, his nickname was. Man, I was excited about Anthony Scaramucci when he came in. I was like, uh, a, a Trump New Yorker type guy being the Press secretary, this was going to be fun. I mean, we know that uh, Sean Spicer uh, was all right. It sure as hell got a lot better after Sean. Scaramucci was interesting the few weeks he was there. Sarah Huckabee Sanders was very good. And then my favorite was Kelly McEnany of all of them. Feisty. Love that but still feminine, charming, and smart. Unlike Democrat women who are feisty, nasty, and just hateful. That's what happens when you don't have God in your life. I'm sorry, folks. As a Christian, I, I got to give it 
to people that have the humility and the intelligence, quite honestly, to worship a higher being. So all of those folks who who share my Judeo-Christian values, it really forms your way of thinking and feeling that it's not all about the here and now, that there is a hereafter, that there is higher purpose, higher sources. Whether, you know, whether uh, for us Christians, it's Father in Heaven and His Son, Jesus Christ, who came to redeem us as sinful as we are. Or our Jewish brothers and sisters who believe in the same Father in Heaven just have missed the news. And I say this jokingly. That Christ already came. I say it jokingly because, you know, in my family through marriage, we have Jews, uh, we have Muslims, we have everyone. But the point being that people that have a moral base based on a belief in God and a hereafter just see things a little bit, little bit differently. And that's why conservative women, even when they're hardcore and feisty like a Kaylee McEnany are just so more palatable than nasty people like a Jen Psaki or Corrine Jean-Pierre. Let's leave Corrine Jean-Pierre out of it because she's so low IQ. But if you look at a Kaylee McEnany versus a uh, our, fa- our favorite, I used to say on YouTube, uh, Lying Ginger, no comparison, no comparison. So he cares if Anthony Scaramucci is supporting Chris Christie. Now, there were some pretty damn funny comments out there. Roger Stone tweeted out, Chris Christie needs to run. Not for president. He just needs to run. That was echoed by others. Okay, so about a little over a week ago, Chris Christie tweeted out the following. Donald Trump refused to say tonight that he wanted Ukraine to win the war with Russia. More proof that he continues to be Putin's puppet. That's right. Chris Christie, May 10th, 2023. That's Mexican Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day to all of those mothers I did not wish Mother's Day to. Happy early Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Just in case I forget. Chris Christie, May 10th, 2023, nine days ago, More proof that he continues to be Putin's puppet. Hey, Chris Christie, did you miss the memo? Russian collusion is a fake. The whole thing was a lie. The Durham report was already released. As if we needed the report from Durham to even know this. We've known this a while. All Durham did was, in his final report, confirm everything we already know, including... There will be no consequences for these treasonous, uh, treasonous, traitorous, lying, American-hating rat bastards. Chris Christie, a few days after that, more nonsense from Donald Trump last night. Fact, he promised to build a big, beautiful wall on the border. Fact, he did not deliver and immigrants are pouring over the border. Fact, he said Mexico would pay for it. Fact, we have not gotten one peso yet. He failed us on immigration. Really, Chris Christie? Do you think you have a snowballs hell and chance of being even a blip on the radar in the Republican primary. 
with stupid lies like doubling down. You sound like a freaking Democrat because that's what you really are. Chris Christie is a Democrat in drag. That's how, when you're in states like New Jersey, Massachusetts, how you become a quote unquote Republican governor is by really being a Democrat who might be a little bit more fiscally conservative. And that's what Chris Christie is. Couldn't tell him apart from a Democrat with these tweets. Calling in May 2023, still calling Trump Putin's puppet and saying that President Trump failed us on immigration. Are you freaking serious, Chris Christie? I hope he runs. I hope there... I, I hope there's debates and I hope pres- we get the entertainment of watching President Trump absolutely crush Chris Christie just because we need the comic relief. Alec Bresowitz, the only thing Chris Christie should be running for is weight loss. Kind of funny. I liked Roger Stone's way of taking it. Laura Loomer, Chris Christie doesn't need to run for president, but he definitely needs to go on a run. How can he take care of the country when he can't even take care of yourself? Real talk. Well, we're getting to real talk. Let's go to Rich Barris, the people's pundit. This is what he had to say about Chris Christie. These people are delusional. Trump is at over 70% in New Jersey and Chris Christie is less than 20% on an initial ballot. So in his own home state, he gets crushed more than three to one by President Trump. Rich Barris also goes on to say he's not even a blip on national and other state polls. The consultants collectively referred by Charlie Kirk and myself as the grift are blowing serious smoke up some big asses this cycle. Yeah, there's a lot of smoke being blown up people's heinies for sure. Anyone running against President Trump is just going to make their consultants and all the uh, grifters rich as they spend lots of money and get lots of money. It's just a money-making machine. So when it becomes official, I guess I already gave my analysis here for you on Chris Christie running for president, not for his health. All right, let me... uh, let me take a sip of this water from the BCP mug. So funny, folks. I know there's always negative Nancys and some haters, but that was a pretty funny comment on Rumble where, uh, you know, I spent a few seconds saying, hey, you want to help me out? Buy some merch. I, I make no money on Rumble. And if you watch any Rumble show, how they make money is obvious. They have sponsors and they sit there and they hawk stuff. I really don't. Folks, I'll be honest with you. I really don't want to have sponsors. I really don't. I don't have to stop my flow and have sponsors and and what have you. I really like YouTube's ad revenue model. I just do my show. And if advertisers want to advertise on my show, they advertise. Like a t- like on like old TV. You watch a TV show. You know the show. You know Mash wasn't in bed with Anheuser Busch. They just Anheuser Busch bought ad time. Worked great. And then on YouTube, if you didn't want to see ads, you just got YouTube Premium, and you didn't want to see ads. But hey, 
They don't like the truth over there. So I'm not currently on YouTube. So hey, if you want to you want to help me out instead of doing ads or sponsor someone else, I'm like, hey, why don't I just show the mug? And then if you want it, you want to buy it. Anyhow, I had a comment saying, you spend half your show hawking your merchandise. <laughs> yes, I put a shorter version on Rumble than I do you folks who are paying for the full show. But everyone got a few seconds of this. And uh, let's say, I don't know, 23-minute episode with maybe 90 seconds of me hawking merchandise. I thought that was funny. As every single show I've seen, not every single show, but a majority of shows on Rumble have several sponsored ads. Nothing wrong with that. I just currently in this moment don't want to participate in that. But if you want to help me out, go ahead. Buy, uh, buy a mug. I think we make $3.54 per mug. Hopefully, hopefully, we can get some mugs in volume. At least pay the editors. Okay. Chris Christie was the man responsible for, and here's why I detest Chris Christie. He's the man responsible for telling President Trump to add Chris Christie to his administration as the director of the FBI. And here's what we're learning uh, from the John Durham report. Now, this John Durham report about the FBI has to do with James Comey. But what I'm saying here is that we haven't we had a chance to replace a James Comey and have someone good. And Chris Christie whispered into President Trump's ear. President Trump wasn't a politician. He took Chris Christie's word for it. And we got suckered with, with, with Chris Ray, who is in many ways worse than James Comey. James Comey went after President Trump. Chris Ray is going after Americans, everyday Americans, making us enemies of the state and domestic terrorists. So arguably, he is a lot worse than James Comey. But let's dig into the Durham report a little bit more at length here. All right, folks, so I had to change the lighting. My, uh, my lapel pin, there wasn't a filter on one of the lighting sources, and it was all washed out and blingy. I love America. That's why I wear American flag. Not just for the show, folks, but often outside as well. Every Sunday to church. Okay, so here's what, uh, here's, if we dig into the Durham report, we're learning that the FBI had at least four open criminal investigations into Hillary and Bill Clinton that were dropped in the months before the 2016 presidential election as they went after President Trump under the false accusation started by the Clinton campaign because she was really cozy with Russia and she wanted to blame Trump on that because it was be damaging to her. And Chris Christie still out there in May 2023 like a total tool saying, oh, it's just proof that Trump is a Putin's puppet. The bombshell report released by Durham concludes that the Bureau's probe and the former President Donald Trump alleged collusion with Russia was seriously flawed. Okay, now here's what we here's what we learn. The feds have been looking into claims that foreign countries and other individuals were trying to influence the Clintons through donations to their namesake nonprofit and Hillary's 
presidential campaign. Three of the FBI's four investigations that were launched in early 2016 were looking to allegations that Clinton Foundation was a hub of criminal activity. Folks, three separate investigations looking into the foundation as a hub of criminal activity. Not one, not two, but three. Those federal probes originated from field, office in Little, field offices in Little Rock, Arkansas, D.C., and New York, all of which opened audits into the charity as Hillary was in the midst of her presidential run. Three separate offices, three separate investigations, all looking into the criminal activity of the Clinton Crime Foundation. Now, the Little Rock and New York offices were investigating a claim that an outside commercial industry likely engaged a federal public official in a flow of benefit schemes, namely large monetary contributions were made to a nonprofit under both direct and indirect control of the federal public official in exchange for favorable government action and or influence. Close quote. That's the Durham report. In other words, paid to play. Pay for play. Influence scheming. The D.C. investigation was based on allegations that the Clinton accepted millions of donations from foreign governments as well as massive Russian corporations in an attempt to influence U.S. foreign policy dating back to not just Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State, which has been outlined, by the way, in Peter Schweitzer's great book, Clinton Cash, but that they were continuing to fund these activities into her campaign illegally so they could have influence when she became president. Because, of course, they thought that they would rig it on her behalf. Quote, beginning in late 2014, before Clinton formally declared her presidential candidacy, the FBI learned from a well-placed source that a foreign government was planning to send an individual to contribute to Clinton's anticipated presidential campaign as a way to gain influence with Clinton should she win the presidency. This is in the, in the Durham report. Not hearing about this, but I'm bringing it down for you here. The foreign individual reportedly made a contribution ahead of a campaign event, which led to another contribution of a significant sum of money. Started off with 2700 and went up from there. Hillary's campaign workers were okay with it and were fully aware from the start. That is what the FBI informant had reported. An unnamed FBI agent in charge working on the probe, told Durham that everyone was super more careful and scared with the big name Clinton involved. Of course they were. You think the FBI didn't know about the Clinton kill list? About all the unfortunate deaths of people that have crossed the Clintons? Crossing the Clintons can come at... I can't do an alliteration there. Could come at uh, huge costs to your life force. They were pretty tiptoey around Hillary because there was a chance she would be the next president, the report said. Oh, not because you might get killed investigating them? Now here, folks, here is the punchline. Here is the takeaway. All four probes were dropped ahead of the 2016 election. Several of which at the direction of senior FBI officials who, of course, had close ties to the Clinton crime family, both Bill and Hillary, James Comey being the obvious one. Durham concluded that the FBI dragged its feet and failed to pursue the Clinton's allegedly legal donation scheme or document it properly. 
They failed to get wiretapping warrants for their well-placed informants during the two years inside relationship with Clintons before telling the person to cut ties with the couple. They were told to walk away. Folks, you know how dangerous this was? They had well-placed informants inside the Clinton crime circle. Clinton crime circle. If I guess they're CCC, but circle's got an S sound, not a K sound, so we're not quite getting the triple iteration that I really like. Can thank my mother for reading to me as a young child. Dr. Seuss and other early influences on wordplay. The agency reportedly failed to get wiretapping warrants for their well-placed informants. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this to you again, folks. During their two-year inside relationship with the Clintons before eventually telling the person to cut ties with the couple. They hung these people out to dry and probably endangered their lives. A spokesperson for the Clinton Foundation denied the nonprofit was ever involved in any illegal activity. The Durham report, the spokesperson said, emphasized what's been clear for many years. There's never been any wrongdoing by the Clinton Foundation. None of the Clintons have ever taken any money from the Clinton Foundation. In fact, the Clintons themselves are major donors to the Clinton Foundation. That was the retort, the reply from the Clinton Foundation spokesperson. The same Clinton Foundation that closed offices and was nothing during the entire time that President Trump was president, essentially, but got started up again once Biden came into office. I wonder why that is. I wonder why that is. All right, folks, there's more. There is more when we start really looking into the Durham report. So here we go. Wayne Allen Root observed the following. See the Durham report. We now know for a fact that this was a fraud made up by Hillary. We also know that Hillary laid out this scam to Obama and Biden in the Oval Office. Obama gave his approval. Then Obama rigged the game even further, making sure his hand-picked DOJ and FBI would never prosecute these high crimes. Obama also made sure they'd continue spying on the now President Trump and use the weaponized federal government filled with Obama hacks to target, frame, demonize, and destroy Trump the president. But wait, there's more. I may despise Obama, but I also respect him because he's brilliant. He ran the country like John Gotti ran his crime family. Nothing happened under Obama without him knowing. So when Durham reports Obama's FBI was not allowed to prosecute Hillary for her Clinton Foundation crimes, extorting world leaders, obviously Obama gave that order too. Obama knew everything Hillary was doing. She was his Secretary of State, and you can bet Obama got a piece of her corrupt loot in return for allowing her to do it and for killing any DOJ FBI investigations. And they did a lot more folks than just killing investigations. Hard pause here. We also know that Obama knew, was involved in the Biden pay-for-play schemes, letting him make money in China, and 
in Ukraine and from Russia. And that's why they were all in on the Russian collusion nonsense against Trump because it was the Bidens and the Clintons making buka, buka, uh, lots of uh, mucho, uh, muito, dinero, lots of money, lots of cash, ducats, buku bucks from Russia. And if Obama knew, now I'm going back to Wayne Allen Root, and if Obama knew about Hillary's crime extorting world leaders, you can also bet that she knew about Joe Biden, big guy scam. Joe was his vice president. You think Joe and his family and his slimy son Hunter ran around the world extorting money from world leaders and Obama didn't know about it? You can bet Obama got a piece of Biden's corruption too. Just like John Gotti, the mafia Don always gets a piece of every scam run by the capos under him. Or they get whacked. And where was all this corrupt loot run out of? The Clinton Foundation. That's why it was based offshore, far away from prying eyes and more layers of protection. Obama ordered the DOJ and the FBI to look the other way. In other words, Obama is the real big guy. Obama is the criminal mastermind. And Obama is the big treasonous, traitorous, rat bastard, doing, and he's a slave too. He's a Sorosite. We see these people that are supposed leaders, and they are leaders in their own rights. They, they get people, like Bill Clinton is a leader. A very corrupt, perverted, disgusting man, but he knew how to lead. He knew how to move people, how to fool people. Obama has got that. Joe Biden does not. Every Everyone in Joe Biden's sphere knows that Obama is really running the show. He's got leadership qualities. Just because we hate somebody and we find them disgusting, we can't, we have to realize in some places where they're brilliant. Now, I wouldn't say Obama's the most brilliant. He's a teleprompter guy. That's what Joe Biden can't even master for the most part. Obama was pretty good at the teleprompter except when he got flustered by anything having to do it. Trump really got under his skin it was great to see he'd do this it's very common that many of us pundits are asked to run and be in politics we don't need teleprompters I think this report is going to be probably north of 30 minutes no teleprompter No, I don't have scripts I don't have prompts what I have in front of my screen are tabs of the news stories I want to cover. And you know why that is? We real pundits? Because we're based on principles, beliefs, core values. We don't have to do this to see what our opinion is today. We don't have to get talking points. This is what you believe today. This is your truth today. This is the your truth that we're telling you is your truth. <laughs> God bless America. God bless you folks. Truly appreciate you BCP family members being here for us. It, it really means a lot. And don't forget that Junior Rat is still banging out daily videos on YouTube. Please support her. Now, let's talk about where this all leads to. Why I've been calling the Clintons, James Comey, Peter Strzok, 
Lisa Page, Andy McCabe, Loretta Lynch. I'm going back, obviously, five, six, seven years from now. And, of course, Joe Biden, Susan Rice, and Obama. Treasonous, traitorous rat bastards before they even rigged the election of 2020. I've been calling every single one of these people treasonous, traitorous rat bastards. Because everything that I've talked about from the Clintons, from the FBI's, that all, from the FBI, the DOJ, that led back to Obama are acts of treason. Now let me conclude with Wayne Allen Root's conclusion here. Obama, Hillary, and Joe Biden used the power of the federal government as their own mafia extortion operation. Hillary and Biden were the capos who carried out the crimes, thereby keeping Obama's hands clean. Obama gave them full license to steal and free from prosecution. In poker, it's called a free roll. That was the point of the made-up Russian collusion story to frame the new president and keep him too distracted defending himself to prosecute Obama, Biden, Hillary. That was also the point of the FBI declining to prosecute Hillary for her deleted emails. Those emails between her and Obama were enough to get them all hung for treason. Remember Hillary's words from 2016? If that bastard wins, we all hang from nooses. That bastard, of course, was Trump. They didn't hang from nooses. This is where President Trump failed us. And I understand why. He had good reasons. They would have they already made it impossible for him to do a lot of things. And he was still the greatest president, even with all the animus and attacks against him. Going after Clinton probably would have resulted in the CIA killing Trump. Or maybe some mass casualty false flag. I understand it. I understand that President Trump probably had his 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 back between a rock and a hard place, and that's why he didn't go after the Clintons. But it's still a failure that nothing happened to the Clintons. Because you'd be in jail and she didn't go to jail. No prosecutions, nothing. Imagine how different the world would be right now if people had swung. If people had at least gone to jail. Had at least gone to trial for their crimes. But no, they all got a free pass. And they continue to get a free pass. Joe Biden gets a free pass. And President Trump is indicted. They work with Joe Biden on having classified information all over the place, but a president who was able to declassify anything he wanted to at any time has an FBI, has a FBI raid at Mar-a-Lago. If you're hoping I'd have some good, warm, fuzzy news for you folks, I'm sorry. These are treasonous, traitorous, rat bastards, and they're still out there. Here are the last two essential paragraphs from Wayne Allen Root. Remember Hillary's words from 2016, if that bastard wins, we all hang from nooses. It's even truer today than in 2016. That is why Democrats are so desperate to stop Trump from winning in 2024, because there is no statute of limitation for treason. Durham has opened the door, and I'm betting if Trump wins again, this time he's going after them. He's going after all of them with a vengeance. From your lips or your fingertips, if you wrote this on a you know a computer or what have you, Wayne Allen Root, from your lips to God's ears, that Trump win massively in 2024. In 2025, he puts Barron and Melania in a bunker and he goes and he gets these treasonous traitors, rat bastards. What we want is justice, and it is long overdue.
Have a great weekend, folks. I will have another episode for you over the weekend, either tomorrow, Saturday, or Sunday, as I want to get you five programs a week. And Wednesday was a travel day here to California. I'll have more for you. Until then, ciao, goodbye. God bless. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, Gotta give us what we need.